Episode 16, Self-Love and Unlocking the Truth of the Heart. have Shireen with us who is a self-love and well-being coach. Hi Shireen, how are you? Hi, I'm good. We just had a little giggle didn't we? That's why we're laughing. Yeah, now we can't stop laughing. Okay. So it's energy. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to be talking today around self-love and unlocking the heart because this is sort of the interlocking both of our sort of two areas of things that we love talking about. And we both work a lot with people around the heart. But Shireen in the self-love, and she'll talk about what she does in a bit, and then myself around with the heart-mind coherence. So Shireen, first of all, let's start by just telling people um, what got you to here? You know, what's your sort of your, your story, your background? How did you get to become a self-love and well-being coach? Yeah, um, so thank you for having me. I really appreciate it and really excited about this conversation we're having today. Um, so I would say basically to kind of sum it, up, sum, it up, sum it up as quickly as I can, I was a very sensitive child. Um, and I think that sensitivity didn't fit in so well with society. So um, I grew up often feeling, um, taking things very personally and uh certain things in life just kind of really affecting me. And because I wasn't taught how to deal with them, how to deal with my sensitivity, I think what happened was it just really kind of affected my confidence and sense of self and self-esteem and self-worth. So when I, um, by the time I was in like secondary school, I'd already gone through, you know, all the different teenage things that that, you, that one does go through. And, and a lot of it I found really, really difficult. Um, and I was always like pushing myself and working really hard and never like really feeling enough. And then um, I ended up with an eating disorder when I was around kind of 16 and, and that happened for a few years and I kind of had to work around that and, and work on that. And I think that was kind of like the beginning of my journey back to self, I would say. So although it, it, it got kind of progressively worse, it was also about then kind of unlocking and like unraveling all of that. So I kind of healed my, my, let's say my eating disorder. I had, I had um, bulimia and then, and, and then actually, as I kind of healed that, I then went into the fitness world um, and the fitness world just really triggered all my insecurities on multiple levels. And I was surrounded by people who are very much obsessed with body image and the way they looked and um, yeah, really there was a lot of emphasis on, on the way, um, on the way you look. And, and that was really difficult for me. So even though I can had, I kind of went through that process of like uh, building my confidence and self-esteem and healing my eating disorder, it was then like re-triggered again. And it was another kind of level of learning. And, and then when I was about, um, you know, 20, I think, uh, oh God, when was it? It was in like 2015. So seven years ago, yeah, seven years ago, I, I did leave the fitness industry because for me, um, it was it was important for me to really kind of move from 
uh, all of the outside fitness and, and health stuff into more of the internal world. And I um, went on my own journey and then kind of through my own journey, through my recovery and me getting back to the essence of who, who I really am, I um, decided that actually what I really loved doing was helping people to get back to their true self, to their confidence, to their self-worth, to their empowerment. Um, and so, yeah, I've been doing that for a number of years now. Um, and um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Did that, did that answer the question? <laughs> yes, it did. It did. And uh, you know, obviously, uh, we've spoken before, so I know your I know your story, and I know you're so passionate about what you do, and you you know you're trying to help women understand that it is all about this inner world, you know, and this inner confidence, this inner peace, this inner self, and of course, we're living in this physical external world, you know, where there's so much entertainment and there's, you know, there's so much stuff going on, comparison, you know, and um, just sort of not materialism, because, you know, that sounds like, you know, we shouldn't be sort of buying things. And I do think that we're here to enjoy our life, definitely. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's too much around that, you know, and it means that, that there's too much entertainment and we don't go inside ourselves enough. And of course, mm -hmm. We, you know, going inside ourselves allows us to not only change our reality, but it allows us to have a happier life. And I think we've just forgotten this in this world, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. I think, and especially, you know, and we often talk about this when we, and I'm not like bashing um, kind of social media, because there's lots of great things about social media. But for me, when I was younger, I was in the era of like magazines and, and kind of celebrity, celebrity magazines and reading all of that. And that had a huge negative impact on me, um, even though they were often filled with really great things. For me, it kind of was hugely negative. And, and now it's very much social media and, and people look at social media and there's that sense of comparison and that instant gratification and that wanting and, and, and looking and, and, and feeling like, you know, I don't have that and I want that or I must be like that. And, and yeah, so much about the, out, the outer self rather than actually kind of going back inside and being like, what is truly important to me? How do I truly feel about myself? You know, what am I truly capable of? And all, all the other kind of internal questions that really helps one step into their power to then, like you say, create that reality, you know? Yeah, I think the thing is, is that people not, I think we, you know, we're not taught this at school. Mm. And um, people don't know that you know, it's our inner world that creates our outer world. Mm. And, you know, and I think it's actually a very hard thing for people to understand, because I know, you know, when I work with clients, as I'm sure you do as well, it takes them a considerable amount of time to understand that they are creating their reality. Mm. And actually, because in order to sort of to even understand this concept, you know, you have to use your brain to think it, it's it, it's pretty like near impossible to remember that it's your thoughts and feelings and words, you know, and things like this, which are creating your world, because we're so stuck sort of with this, you know, 3D external world around us. And we think that that is the world. And we don't realize that actually it's us who are creating the world that we see. Mm. And as you um, start to, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but as you start to like 
release the trauma, unblock the heart, as I'm always saying, you're raising your vibration slowly and you do start to perceive and see reality in a different way. And that's how I know, and I'm sure you as well, know that changing yourself changes your life. Mm. Yeah, and actually just a note on that, kind of before we move on, I think it's so important because not only does it get to change your kind of physical reality when you do that, but the reality that you already have becomes so much better. Like I recently had a bit of a health scare, which you know about, and and I had many, many, many realizations in this short period of time, like really deep internal um, emotional realizations. And when I came out of that, it was like, I was still doing the, I, like I'm still doing the everyday things that I do, but like when I'm cycling, for example, down the canal and I see the sun shining onto the trees, it's like something I wouldn't even notice before, but because I had these deeply like internal um, uh, tr- transitions and changes and realizations, it was like what I was already experiencing on an everyday reality, became even better because I was able to see it in a different light in a different way with more meaning you know so even if your kind of reality isn't changing when you do the internal work what you're already experiencing can become like 10 100 times better yeah yeah because then you're focused you know you've had that health scare you've had that worry you've had that negative experience and now you know you're feeling like thank god you know thank god Mm-hmm. everything is okay and sometimes we need that jolt don't we to wake us up you know to the reality of our life because I know people say that life is short but actually life is long mm-hmm. if you have an unhappy life you know mm-hmm. and you know to have that same to go through that same sort of drudgery every single day I think is one of the most um you know, painful and sort of suffering things that, that anyone can experience, you know, to, to have this, to be living this horrible life that they just hate. It, it just breaks my heart to, to see people like that. And I know that you feel the same. And I know that you focused your energy on helping women with um, loving themselves, you know, feeling good enough, it, be, feeling empowered, helping to empower them so that they can start to enjoy life more. But you've specifically also focused around body image as well. And that's because of what you went through in your teenagers, yeah? And so you don't want anyone to go through the same thing and you want to be there to support them with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So tell me a little bit then about um, how you work with clients in terms of the heart, because I know we were talking about this before, that the when you're working with clients on that sort of self-love basis and you know it's it's all to do with the heart and i feel that in our in our modern world today so many of us have blocked hearts you know traumatic because we've had traumatic experiences in our childhood and if you like it's created like sort of wounds in the heart you know and an inability to be able to get back to loving themselves you know to, to feeling worthy of 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 having the life that they want to have these sorts of things so how do you work with clients when they're you know, coming to you and you can see that they have a problem that they're not able to love themselves? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wonderful question. And for me, like from my own kind of personal journey and then obviously through all my professional journey as well, what I have realized is actually there are, even though they're very much connected, they're also, for me, I see them 
So they're connected, but they're separate because there's the mind and then there's the body. And of course, the mind is part of the body. But the way that we um, we navigate and access these two things actually very, very different. So with clients, um, there are lots of different techniques that I use. But ultimately, what we're doing is we're not just reprogramming the mind, but I do a lot of work now around around the body and an embodiment of um of desires so it's really important to yes kind of unlock those that that old conditioning the limiting beliefs of that which I'm sure many people have heard about you know the trauma maybe that people have experienced these kind of like psychic attacks that people may have had when they're younger and being told information or brainwashed to you know in whatever um area that is whether that is with their body whether that is with their confidence whether that's being kind of told that they're stupid their whole life or not enough their whole life or not beautiful enough their whole life whatever that whatever it is and kind of going into the subconscious and just showing the subconscious how it can begin to kind of think in a different way and what other thoughts are possible and another another perspective is now and other paradigms but then actually embodying it. And for me, that has kind of been the key in change with myself and clients, because it, it, it can be quite easy to do work on, you know, having changing the different thoughts and stories. But when we feel these new thoughts and stories is actually when change and transition um, and transformation, should I say, happens. So a lot of it now is like on really kind of focusing on feeling in the body feeling those let's say those desires feeling those changes feeling that empowerment feeling that confidence and using the body to anchor into those into those feelings to then make it your reality and your everyday existence so you can bring it to these different situations in life and then there's you know the whole kind of action of um of let's call it you know um actions that people need to take or or planning or strategy depending on what people's personal goals are but yeah I feel like there are kind of three main elements if I were to kind of really simplify it's like the mind the heart body and then the actual kind of everyday you know action that people take towards their goals but really like now I feel like for me I see the huge transformation when people like are embodying and really connecting to the heart Mm, okay and in what way they're connecting the heart i've always seen the body as the energy field of the subconscious so the subconscious is the energy field of the body sorry so uh, when you're getting them to you're getting to feel into their heart are you and to feel what it feels like to feel confident or something or are you um, getting them to feel into where confidence feels in their body you know and then Mm. sort of feeling into that and, and to understand what's in there Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if a client is wanting to, um, you know, uh, receive, uh, experience more pleasure in their life, for example, when I um, kind of uh, show them and, and guide them into changing their kind of mindset and the ways that they're thinking and their kind of programming and their belief systems, it's very different from when they connect to the sensation in their body of what does pleasure feel like in my body? How do I receive pleasure? How do I experience pleasure? What is that? What does that feel like in my heart, in my womb, in my chest, or wherever it is for that person? And then connect, getting that person to connect to um, that those sensations, those emotions. Um, it, it's like a, it's like a. Um, 
kind of rewiring of the body, basically. And then it allows the person to connect to that and keep connecting to that. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> yes, yes, no, I do. Yeah. So in a way, it's like rewiring the subconscious through the body, through the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this reminds me of something from my book where I'm talking about how I, how I sort of got back to a positive feeling point by literally, well, positive thinking through positive feeling. But that was through the mind. So I remembered the happiest day and then allowed myself to feel this, to feel the emotions um, that I was thinking from that happiest day of my life exactly. and just feeling it again, 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 again. Yeah. Um, because that's all I had the brain power to do at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, so what you're talking about is you're helping people to find pleasure in their body and to just keep feeling that feeling again, 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 which rewires the body. Yeah, because that's where, you know, and it it could be the same with empowerment, like people is that you could have the thoughts of knowing, um, you know, that it's possible for you to be confident and that I'm a confident person and I'm a strong person and I'm an empowered woman. But actually, you don't connect to any feeling of that in your body. Like, what does it actually feel like to feel confident? What does it feel like to feel empowered, you know, and and it is through feeling that an action is created. So I might think that, oh, yeah, well, I am. Con-. And, and, and kind of that's when we go to affirmations, right? And this question yeah. about how affirmations work. But when I'm like, I am confident, I am confident, I am confident, but I'm not feeling confident, then it's very hard for, for someone to take action when they're not feeling it. Whereas when I help my clients connect to the feeling in their body, which, to be honest, a lot of the time, you know, it will start in a different place of the body, but then all the positive things end up coming into the heart, <laughs> you know, because this is where our desires reside. This is where our power resides, you know. Um, and it, then when they connect to that feeling, that's when they actually take the, 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 that action, which creates the, um, the desire and the, it gets them to achieve what it is that that client wants. Yeah, because how I see it, so the the heart is the link to everything. The mind on its own doesn't really work so well. It needs the heart. And then that's like the heart-mind coherence, um, you know, that the Heart Math Institute was talking about. But also the heart is our connection to the energy field. You know, when when we connect to the, the, the higher vibrations of the energy field, you know, that we exist in, that's when our life starts to shift because actually that's the manifestation platform. So we have to we have to raise everything to get up to that manifestation platform. And then life starts to you know, work better because it feels better. And as you said, it's all around how we feel and how we feel dictates how our life is going to be. Yeah. And if if the heart, if we're not using the heart and that's why I'm a big believer in leading from the heart, you go through the heart first and then you, you, you switch the mind on and you use them together and then when you're running your life or your business from that point of view where you've got the heart and the mind working together so you're feeling and thinking then i think you know that's just the you know the perfect the perfect recipe for moving your life forward and getting yourself out of the mind because the mind on its own i think it plays tricks on us Oh, totally. And there's actually a really like easy kind of um, technique that um, you can um, use just just in any given moment. And what I do is I connect to my heart and, you know, um, 
a positive emotion in my heart let's just let's just say love for, for, for the moment and I connect to that feeling of love and what love feels like in my heart and maybe there are any colors or sensations or some you know a feeling that I'm experiencing and the energy and the frequency of what that feels like in my heart and then I send that energy that frequency of what that feels like up to my um my head my mind and I kind of see it mixing in my mind with my thoughts and then I send I kind of create that energy there from my heart and then I send that back into my heart and I kind of create this like figure of eight energy going from my heart into my mind from my heart into my mind and then back down again so that we can have that mind heart coherence and I kind of find that a a nice and quick easy technique that I often um, kind of personally use to create create you know um yeah create mind heart coherence that's really good because then that's also harnessing the power of visualization and what we're beginning to understand is that we don't the the brain cannot tell the difference between what we see outside what we watch on tv or what we think in our own mind you know and the mind's eye when you're using the mind's eye to visualize you can visualize whatever life you want to have and the brain believes it yeah you know so visualizing what it is that you want, you know, that better life that you want, you know, whatever it is that you want to, to, to experience in this, in this lifetime. Um, it's, it sort of works the same. So that power of visualization you've got in there as well as the feeling as well. So mm. it's the feeling, the visualization and um, using that to steer your, your, your life forward and your reality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're doing those visualizations and you're connecting that feeling, mm. Another thing that you can do is actually connect to your senses, you know? So when you're vision, when you're, when you've got that vision of what it is that you want, you know, for instance, and in, in for my clients, it's often something to do with um, the body that they want, the health that they want, the confidence that they want to manifest that relationship or manifest that, I know that business It's like, what is that? smell like what does that taste like you know if I if I if I you know talk about maybe manifesting a relation what does that what does that potential partner feel like when you're touching them you know what do they smell like <laughs> hopefully good <laughs> what do they taste like you know and it's really interesting because your mind your mind goes there and can it, it can it can taste it you know it can smell it, it can feel it and that that creates that 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 is like the embodiment of your desire, which which yeah. which allows you to create your desire, you know. So it's not it's not so much just about like changing our thoughts and, and our kind of mind. It's it's now really so much more about connecting to heart and connecting to feeling and connecting to emotion to unlock because that is where our 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 real sense of self is the essence of who we are, who we are, our truth. It is in our heart, you know, or as you know, I often think of it as as my soul or my higher self or my, you know, higher being of who I really am and who my clients are. It's in there. And when we connect to the body, it like unlocks all of this for us. And when we connect to the heart. Yeah, it's true. So do you, so, I mean, certainly um, the wisdom of the heart, you know, they're understanding that all, all of the, all of our body holds memories, but they're beginning to understand that the heart, you know, through heart transplants that, you know, actually that, that it does hold memories. And when mm. the heart is transplanted into other people that they then take on the memories of the person who, who died and whose heart they have, which, you know, I think, 
not only does that show that everything has an energy field, you know, we have an energy field as well, but the heart is the center of that. And of course, it's the heart that manifests for us because it's the heart that attracts back. So it's the heart that creates, it turns us into a, you know, into a human magnet, essentially. Mm -hmm. So everything is coming from the heart. So if the heart is not working and the heart is broken, which I think that many of many people in the modern world have broken hearts, you know, sadness from their childhood, things, things that uh, really hurt them. And that means that they're not, you know, their heart is not able to work in that innate way that it should be able to work in order to be able to create a beautiful experience in this in this lifetime, which is what I think that we all have, you know, we, we're all capable of doing, and it's our birthright as well. Mm-hmm. So when you get people coming to you, um, you know, do I suppose when people first come to you, they probably do have that sort of, um, you know, that same maybe trauma or that same sort of um, sadness or something like that. But as you say, you can quickly work with that and start to release sadness, release pain from their heart and then get them working on embodiment techniques instead and then working them through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what you... Yeah, no, yeah, no, I was going to say um, that I think they say like your heart is your second brain, but I feel like it's actually your first brain. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah no, I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah I think but, at least from the heart, everything works better. Exactly. And, and so much, as you said, is is stored there, you know, so when when clients come really like the, the first thing that we're looking at is what what are what are all the things that they have stored in their let's you know their mind or their heart that is blocking them from what they truly want and often when you break it down whether it's heartbreak whether it's you know um parents splitting up when you're younger whether it was your school experience you know all these different experiences that humans have from from a child to to your current life now it can cause like big heartbreaks and mini heartbreaks you know someone calling you uh, fat in a in a playground can cause you a heartbreak you know it can cause you trauma it doesn't have to be like the the typical way that people may think of trauma like trauma can be anything that's really just kind of deeply affected you emotionally and so it's about restoring that and the way that we get to restore that is getting people you know as I said to connect back to their power and their power is when you come from a space of love, when you can come can can connect back to love because love love heals. You know, love heals your your um, love heals your heart. Love heals your relationships. Love heals um, your the ways that you're thinking. You know, you can even if someone says something truly nasty to you that deeply hurts your feeling when you put the glasses of love onto that you you see it you experience a different perspective which allows you to then heal mm-hmm. you know um so yeah really kind of unlocking the um unlocking this untruth three different techniques different energy healing techniques you know different um embodiment techniques various techniques to get back to to that sense of deep um connection to to i wouldn't say love you know it's like a returning back to love in in every aspect 
Well, it is, isn't it? Because we are unconditional love. You know, when you think about the the energy field and the different, you know, sort of frequencies, because that's sort of how I look at everything now. Um, we like, unconditional love is the frequency of source energy, you know, and we have source energy running through us, which you know actually animates our entire bodies. If we, the more blockages we have in our system, the less we are able to work with um, higher consciousness, source energy, or whatever you want to, to call this, mm-hmm. in a way that's beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. So when we have, you know, so all these sort of blockages and you know energetic blockages and things, they stop us from working with the energy field in, you know, in a way which is upgrading our entire system. So when we raise our vibration, when we move into that love consciousness, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, with source energy, if you want to look at it like that, then we're moving, we're, mo- we're, we're allowing our body to move its vibration and then interact with the energy field, you know, through love. And then that, all that love is going to literally infuse into every single cell of our body mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. allow us to heal, you know, as you say. Source energy, you know, is, is one of the healing energies, and that is unconditional love. So unconditional love heals us. Yeah. And when we learn to love ourselves completely, when we learn to allow others to love us completely, that I think is when we get into that great healing state, you know, and that's that that great state where we are creating a life that we love, I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think love, you know, like for the, for people who are listening to this, it's not always this deep sense of in love feeling it could manifest in different ways like you know love can be um being silly and love can be being playful and love can be creativity and love can be positivity and love can be happiness and love can be um intuition and love can be pleasure and you know love can manifest and come up in your ways in, in your life in different ways and it's just about connecting to um uh what's the word I'm looking for the different kind of like maybe virtues of love and the different ways of experiencing love so that you can then experience more of that within you and then experience life through that and as you experience life through that you attract more of that to you right yeah yeah and I also um you know talk about in my book that love is also truth because the wisdom of the heart the wisdom of the heart is our own truth isn't it? You know, and so when we are coming at life through our own truth and our own sort of, you know, core values and beliefs, which I think, you know, it's, it's all stemming from the heart. That's when life starts to shift. And, you know, that's when we become aligned, you know, and things start to work in the way that we want it to, mm-hmm. that we, we are feeling into the truth and the wisdom of our own heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where our power is, you know, our power, it truly is there. So it's like, and sometimes you kind of think, oh my goodness, this is like such a huge journey to go on to, but it's, it's the essence of who we are. So it's just about returning back to self. If you look at a baby, you know, we know this, a baby is just a bundle of love and, and then it, it has all these life experiences, which um uh, separates it from love you know and the more it separates it from itself from love um the more difficulties uh, a human experiences and the more you return back to that love and and that sense of of who you really are which as you said is is source is love is unconditional love is all these different kind of virtues and 
um, feelings of, of, of something to do with love, the, the easier it is to, the easier it's going to be to experience life in the way that you want to experience it, whether that is your health, whether that is your body, whether that is a relationship, whether that is money, whether that is your career, you know, the more you bring that energy to it, the more you're going to experience that which you want. Yeah, that's so well put. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're very passionate about this. <laughs> you can tell, right? <laughs> no, I know. I can just feel the passion oozing off you. You know, it's obviously something that you're very, very passionate about, but you're also a very sensual person, you know, so I think that this is like just such a perfect area for you. I love love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, okay. tell us about how people can contact you and, you know, like what sort of things are you doing at the moment? Any programs or services or any, you know, like products or anything coming up? You know, what sort of things are you doing at the moment? Yeah. So I love working with women one-to-one. And, and as kind of we've already spoken about it, what I really love to help women do is to get back into contact with their power, their sense of who they really are so that they can manifest their deeper desires in life, whether that's health, relationship or in their careers. Um, so I do have one-to-one programs. And one of my um, kind of programs I really um, have just, created um kind of well yeah it's, it's a new program but it's called quantum queen and it's really about stepping back into your power um and that is a that is a newer program and um, a lot of the uh kind of programs i already have online you can find mini courses and um again one-to-one um one-to-one courses and group courses is around body confidence and um, body image and well-being and um, that's called Body Beautiful. And it's something that I'm kind of deeply passionate about because it's, it brings in kind of my life into it and all of my, my uh, personal transformations too and personal experience. Um, so yeah, all of that is on my website, um, shirinortanja.com. I know it's a bit difficult to maybe <laughs> figure out how to write that. So I know it will be in the show notes. Um, but you can also contact me at the world of wonderful on instagram as well okay okay that's fantastic thank you thank you so much for joining us and okay take care and i'll catch up with you again soon okay bye-bye <laughs>